Welcome to the Doctors Washington Podcast. On this episode of The Plug, we'll discuss the medical school interview season. After all the prep and planning that was done to highlight your achievements and academic success on your application, this is your opportunity to shine in a more tangible way. Interview season can be fast-paced and hectic, so this episode will give you some tools to make sure you move through this time with ease. So let's just start with determining when interviews will be extended. Medical schools are really reviewing those applications as soon as they are submitted. And they're usually extending interviews towards the end of September, beginning of October. That's really the first wave of invitations for interviews. A lot of medical schools extend interviews throughout their interview season, and some interviews can go as late as April or May. I would say that most of the time, to really be in a place where you are competitive and making sure you have the best option for getting in, those interviews really should be scheduled pretty early, if possible. I will say that for applicants who are looking to get into medical school, check your email multiple times per day. Have an alert set. You want to make sure that when they extend the interview to you, you're able to schedule it right away because those time slots will go fast. What you don't want is to have the only times that are available for you to be interviewed potentially be days you are unavailable. Then you would miss that opportunity. And that really could be the one school that you'd be really great attending or it could be your dream school. So that's something to think about. Also, once you start interacting via email with prospective schools, make sure that you notice the way that you're interacting, the way that you term things. Be very careful with your tone and emails, mainly because every type of communication you have with this school at this point is part of the interview process. And so it's really, really important to keep those emails as pleasant as possible, even when things aren't necessarily going right. When you request a particular interview day and the person who is receiving those gets things mixed up or something like that, you've got to maintain an understanding attitude because all of that becomes important. A lot of places now have a computerized system, so those sorts of things don't happen as much, but I can distinctly remember that happening to me when applying for medical school. So just make sure that your attitude is pleasant and your correspondence with these schools are up to snuff. Also, don't turn down interviews, okay? (laughs) Like, schedule them, especially now, because one of the benefits with COVID is that the interviews are virtual for a lot of places. And some of that's changing now, but while it's virtual, don't turn down any of them. Do all of them as you have time. And that's just because you want to cast your net very wide when you're applying to medical school, because you are applying with all the other excellent students from across the nation. And so you want to place yourself in as many pots as possible so that you could potentially get in. So don't turn down those interviews, especially if you have a virtual option. Take the interview, learn something about the school. It may be a diamond in the rough. Also, once your interviews are scheduled and you're preparing for FaceTime with the admissions committee, you want to make sure to put your best foot forward. So given the ongoing pandemic, it's 
likely that most interviews will be largely held virtually, but there may be some that are in person. Regardless of if your interview is in person or virtual, I wanted to give some general tips for success and highlight some important things to think about when you're preparing for your interview. In general, for the actual interview day, you want to dress the part. Typically, a suit is still customary and considered professional, so you want to look polished and prepared for taking the next steps to advance your career. Also, it's going to be very important to know your CV and your personal statements. Those are likely going to be a lot of the questions that you're going to get asked about by your interviewer, questions about things you've done, things you said in your personal statement. So know that backwards and forwards and be ready or prepared to discuss any element of it because you never know what may stick out in their minds to ask you about. Also, in that same vein, do your homework to prepare in general for the interview day, which we'll kind of discuss what that means a little bit later, as well as have some questions prepared about the different parts of your interview day and the institution that you're looking at attending. Other things, these are general professionalism tips, but be early, not just on time for your interview day to account for any mishaps, things that might come up, wardrobe malfunctions internet issues, you know, all the above. Just, you know, it's better to be ready a little early and make sure things are the way they should be than to aim to be on time and then have something come up that you weren't planning for. Throughout your interview, make sure you stay engaged and interested. They should be able to tell that you're excited that you have the opportunity to interview with them and that you're interested in their program specifically. And take some notes during the interview if you're able to as well as maybe some more detailed notes after your interview so that you can remember what you liked and what you didn't like about the program you interviewed at. Great advice, Dr. Jasmine. I know one of the things now is that for another interview cycle, most places will be virtual. And so just some tips and tricks to ensure you're able to put your best foot forward virtually. Number one, make sure your lighting is good. Your angles are good. Try not to position your laptop or your device where you're sitting with your back to a window. Sometimes the sun coming in at your back can make you look a little washed out and the lighting may not be right. A really great thing, ring lights, they're pretty inexpensive. Like you can probably get one online for like five or 10 bucks and they can add a polished look to your image when you use it with your device during your interview. Try to minimize any type of background noises. If you're in a place where you live and there's lots of noise outside, if there are dogs barking, kids playing in the background, you want to minimize that. There is a nice little feature I know on Zoom where you can click and it'll minimize your background noise for you, but then also whatever microphone you're using could do that as well. Just some other virtual tips. You're only being viewed from the top up, so you can really have on PJ bottoms, but make sure you look good on top with a suit jacket, a top for ladies, maybe a nice blouse or dress. Making sure that when you're going through the interview that you are remaining engaged. If you want to nod or just making sure you're making good eye contact during that Zoom interview, all of those things are really, really important. Since the pandemic is shifting, I wouldn't say improving, but since it's shifting, some places are offering in-person interviews and just because we're a little out of practice with in-person interactions because of the last couple of years, here's a few tips. 
obviously, like Dr. Jasmine mentioned earlier, make sure you're dressed apart. You know this. Don't walk into an interview with khakis or jeans or something on. Come expecting them to rate you on how you look as much as your intelligence. Wearing a suit is always appropriate. It's always easy to wear a black suit with a basic top. You're not there to make a statement with your outfit. That can be quite distracting. And so I wouldn't recommend that. Another thing about in-person interviews that, again, we have not dealt with a lot in the last couple of years, and so we're out of practice, is how to be early. Mainly because for our classes and that sort of thing in the last couple of years, everything has been virtual. And so being early means you just hop on the computer a couple of minutes early. But now you've got to navigate a new city and traffic and et cetera in order to get places earlier. My recommendation for that, and I did this during interviews for medical school, was if I was able to, I would get to the city a day early and I would do that drive from my hotel to wherever it is that I was trying to go. Sometimes you have to walk quite a far distance from the parking that they provide you to the building. And so you need to provide time for that. It is okay if you are 30 minutes early. That's not a big deal. It is not okay if you're 30 minutes late. Sometimes you have to give yourself quite a bit of extra time, particularly if you're going into a new city. Also mentioned by Dr. Jasmine is to bring pen and paper in order to take notes. That's very important. It keeps you focused. It helps you not to have to remember all of the things that you experience during the course of a day. They're going to give you a ton of information about their school. And so you can include notes about things you like, things you have questions about. It allows you to place questions you have in a particular location, because a lot of times the majority of your interview is going to be them asking you what you would like to know. And so be prepared with questions in order to do that. And the easy way to do that, instead of having to remember them, is to have a list of them written down. If you're not really sure what you should ask, then Google it. You can Google lists of questions that you can ask at a medical school interview. And so it doesn't require as much work on you to come up with these novel questions. And these aren't the times to draft questions that are super thoughtful questions. They just want to know what you want to know about their school. I would definitely Google options for questions because it can be some things that you may want to know that you're just not thinking of at the time. Definitely. And piggybacking off of that, I wanted to jump into some more details about the actual interview day. Similarly to what Dr. Camperly mentioned, you want to research the program so you know their curriculum. The questions that you ask don't have to be brand new. It can be just as simple as how are your rotations set up once you transition from non-clinical to clinical? How are you evaluated? Do you have mentors assigned to you? Those types of things, just to get a sense of what it would be like being a student at that institution. That's really great advice. One additional thing that I'd like to add is to make sure you research your interviewers. Often you will get a schedule for the day prior to your interview, so you'll know who you're interviewing with. With so much information available online, you can simply Google those individuals so you can have a good idea of who they are, a little bit about them. You want to learn about their specialty, about their role in the medical school. Also, you can start thinking about questions that you may want to ask them about their career path and how they got their position at the university. You can also get a little bit of insight as far as how they view the program. 
Another question that you may have is that if that interviewer is actually an alumna of the school and what their experience was and potentially how it had shifted over the years or how they feel like the program could be improved or what they feel the program offers that maybe other programs don't offer. All those are really great things, but everyone has a LinkedIn or a Twitter, or you can just Google on the university website and find out information about those you'll be meeting with on your interview day. Another important thing to remember is to really know your application. Sometimes if you submitted this application in August or something like that, and it's December, and you haven't really looked at it since you submitted it, you may want to just kind of read back through it read through your personal statement again. We know you wrote it, but it's just helpful to kind of really know that application because the very good attentive interviewers have read through your application and they have notes and they have specific things that they want to ask you about related to what was in that application. Make sure that you're prepared to talk about anything that you put there. And I'll say from my standpoint, that caught me off guard once. I only had maybe two interviewers who asked me about some research experience I had in college. And even though I understood my part of what I was doing in this research project, I didn't quite understand the full picture. And so I had to write, obviously, what the whole research group was doing in this application, because that was the only thing that had a real name to it. But I absolutely understood my part, but my part was a small piece of it. But I didn't really quite understand the bigger picture. And that caught me off guard when I was asked about it. So just make sure that you're prepared to discuss everything that's on that application. Also, some interviewers will ask you about hobbies. Those are usually not on your application. And so they want to know what you do outside of medicine. Some people don't do anything outside of medicine. Like they, outside of their school, they go to school and they come home. That's their whole attention. They can't do other things. And if that's the case, then just make sure that you have some explanation for what you do in your off time so that you will be prepared to talk about it. For those who have multiple hobbies, just be prepared to talk about them and you'll be surprised at how many of the interviewers have something in common with what you do. They really want a well-rounded class who are not only academically qualified, but have something that can add a little character to the incoming class. And so they do look at those sorts of things and will often ask you about them on the interview. Another thing to consider that may be another talking point that'll come up is know a little bit about the city that the program is located in. That may also be a talking point that interviewers may delve into your own personal or non-medical interests to get a sense of if you have an interest in this particular hobby, they know a great place to plug you into if you were to be accepted to their program. That could be something that is rewarding for you in going to that interview because there may be something cool there that you didn't even know about that they are privy to since they live in the area. Again, some of these things that come up in your interview that may have nothing to do with your application and may be about you more personally sometimes are the most memorable interactions that your interviewers will have with you. And that can really set you apart from other applicants. 
even though we are stressing, you know, about your personal achievements and interests and things that you mentioned and other parts of your application. Also, don't be afraid to mention those outside of academics or outside of medicine type interests because those can spring into other conversations that may be very memorable and favorable for your chances into getting accepted. And so once you make it to the end of your interview day, one of the things that I think is very helpful is that you have a sit down and look at all the notes that you took through the course of the day and maybe make a list of positives and negatives about that program and do that after every single interview. So you'll be able to go back and compare. Then you can assess things that you want and that you absolutely have to have in a program and things that you may not like. That can help you, particularly if you get multiple acceptances to help you decide where you want to go. I will also say that thank yous are very important. We're kind of more in a digital age. I'm a little old school where I like to send like the physical thank you notes, but also understand with the physical thank yous, I do like them, but sometimes getting mail into those university systems can take a while it sometimes takes a little bit longer than you anticipate. And so they may not be delivered in as timely fashion, but I still do really like a physical thank you card. A lot of people do send electronic thank yous, and I think that that certainly is sufficient as well. After you complete your interview, you want to make sure you continue to correspond with the programs, especially if you're very interested in those programs. You want them to know you, to know that you're interested in that, if you're accepted, that you want to go there. A lot of times during the interview, they will also give you some idea of when you can expect to hear something about an acceptance. Most admissions committees will have pretty much weekly meetings during the interview trail, like during the interview season. And so you should be getting a little bit of information fairly frequently from the various programs. If it's a program that you interviewed at, you didn't hear anything from, then certainly I would say after about a week or two weeks to circle back, give them a call, shoot them a friendly email just to see what your status is. Overall, you want to make sure that even after the interview, you continue to make a good impression. All those things are very important as you work your way throughout interviews on your path to getting into medical school. So let's recap. Before the interview, do your homework. Know yourself, know your application, know the institution that you're applying to, know your interviewers if they give you a list prior to. Do the homework, okay? Like write this stuff down, take notes, be prepared because preparation is key when it comes to these interviews. On your interview day, be early, whether it's virtual or in person. If it's virtual, make sure that you have a quiet location with good lighting in order to do these interviews Practice this with friends or family members prior to the day of interview in preparation for this. Take notes during the interview, whether it's in person or virtual, and dress the part. If it's virtual, at least dress from the waist up. If it's in person, obviously, from the head to the toe. <laughs> Afterwards, don't forget your thank yous, whether those are physical thank you notes or they're electronic thank you notes. Make sure to have your notes ready and prepared. It will help you later when you're trying to decide which school you would prefer to go to if you get multiple acceptances and keep up that professional energy interacting with the school, just like Dr. Latanya just mentioned after the interview day, especially if it's one that you're really interested in.
I know this was a lot of information, but I hope it's super helpful to all those that are actively in the interview season. Good luck and hope this was beneficial to you. Thanks again for tuning in to this episode. Please like, share, and rate on your preferred platform. Subscribe to our podcast on your chosen platform to be sure you don't miss our new content that drops every Wednesday. Until next time. The music on the Doctors Washington podcast is by artist Mike Burton. He's a Jackson, Mississippi native. On his album, Soulful, and the track is entitled All Right. It is available on iTunes.